0: He's going to run it, and keep it himself. Reed is all by himself. Give him six, Jordan Reed. Second and goal. Johnson, sprinkle, touchdown. Reed, he's going to the end zone. Has a man open. Dixon down the middle. Caught, touchdown. Josh Johnson to the goal line and into the end zone. All right, and we are back. The Josh and Jordan podcast, man. I am your host, Jordan Reed, inside Los Angeles Wildcats quarterback, Josh Johnson. It's been a while, man. Josh, how you been, bro?
1: Man, been, been busy, I guess you could say. I'm trying to get right, trying to get ready to go. Excited, though.
0: Just talk about the XFL, man. How's everything been for you so far with that?
1: Uh, it's been a different process, man. Like uh, it's been some, it's been some, it's been some humbling things. It's been some enlightening things. Uh, it's been some things where a lot of growth has happened. It's been some things where, you know, with any, with anything, it's been some things that you know you might not agree with. But one thing I can say, I'm enjoying it, uh, especially me being an older player who's been around the league for so long and seen so much. Like, some of my teammates, like Joy Galloway, some of them, like a lot of my teammates, I've had ex-teammates who was calling these games. I was once Pat McAfee teammate, Greg McElroy, Joey Galloway. And so, like, they've already transitioned to their second career. And for me, I'm, like, playing with cats who was born almost in 2000. So it's, like, it's been a real humbling experience with that because it's a different form of leadership that I had to really come down to the level of and really try to, you know, allow my experience to, you know, not be overbearing, but, you know, be helpful, and so just the day-to-day process of that has been intriguing, but it's been cool, though, because these dudes, like, they got a lot of life, and they do a lot of dances, and <laughs> handshakes, and I gotta try to, I just can't keep up no more, but, you know, they don't realize how old I am until I tell them.
0: Right, right. (laughs) That's the thing, man. Like, you're a vet in the game and a lot of times you see with a lot of these players that are in the XFL right now, a lot of these guys are younger cats. So they don't really know exactly like the day to day grind it takes to be a professional athlete. So they're still kinda figure out things and as they're going, but you know, let's talk about the game a little bit. So you guys are playing the Dallas Renegades today. So just give us a little bit of light about, you know, some things you're seeing on film, some standout players that they do have, and some things you're looking forward to in today's game.
1: Um, I think I think they're a very sound defense from what I've saw. They only gave up 15 points last week. And, I mean, it took uh, St. Louis quarterbacks making some real explosive plays to really, you know, put – to get points on the board. Uh which was, uh, you know, you don't really always game plan for that, especially being the first game of the season and not having a lot of film on teams. But I thought they were a pretty sound defense, good D-line, good linebacker, secondary. Uh, I noticed that they rotate a lot of guys, so that shows that they have depth. And, uh, I mean, like, so for me right now, like, I'm trying to, like, my, my approach this week was just to learn about all of them because I don't, I don't really know. This league is so new, it's so fresh. You got to kind of, you kind of can't really say, Oh, we know who this guy's going to be, that guy's going to be. Because everything can change within a week. I mean, even the NFL taught me that when guys would be, who teams would be together for multiple years, like the first three or four games would always just be like, you know, kind of unpredictable. You know, expect the unexpected. Going to be some good, going to be some bad because everybody's trying to establish their identity.
0: That's good stuff, man. And, you know, the XFL has really got some positive feedback so far, I'm sure. I'm not sure if you watched any games on TV. Have you watched any of them on TV yet?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's
0: crazy. It bro. is, man.
1: <laughs> like yeah. I got, like they, like, like me, my Oakland come out in the game, so they are, they already told me like, uh, if y'all guys can be conscious of the things y'all say, I'm like, man, that's be so <laughs> hard for me in a competitive atmosphere of football to be worried about what I'm saying, because like, like my town, my Oakland come out of me when I'm playing, bro. Right. like I, I, I keep it clean a little bit. But when I'm in the heat of that battle, that Oakland start coming out for real, for
0: real. So, <laughs>
1: like, it's going to be interesting to see, to hear myself mic'd up the whole game. I think it's going to be funny. Like, the games I watch, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, people doing something good or bad, and they right there on you. Like, it was a couple times in the Dallas game, I saw Pat McAfee standing behind the quarterback. I'm like, yeah. oh, like that's crazy. So, it's just a different experience, bro, but I can see, like, the people watching it, they enjoying it, bro. And like as a football fan, like I'm enjoying it too. Cause like you get to see a lot of guys who really haven't been getting these opportunities, man. You see people starting to shine through it and this one the really weak too. So I'm just looking at it as a big picture thing, man. It's been, a, it's been a positive from that standpoint.
0: It has, man. And I like the new rules that are incorporated with it. I like the kickoff rule. I think this makes things right. a, bit, a bit safer. And then I think it's something I do want to get your opinion on. So, you know, in the league, the radio in your head or in your helmet, I should say, cuts off at 15 seconds. But now, you know, the person in your helmet, they can speak with you all the way through the snap of the ball. So just what are some positive things that you think could help with that?
1: I mean, the positivity from it, because it doesn't cut off at all. I mean, mm-hmm. you, can talk, you can talk to the player the whole time. Like, so, I mean, coaches, in a sense, I mean, I was just playing around like some of these coaches out here playing Madden right <laughs> like because of the nfl you like you put all that on the quarterback shoulders but that's what also kind of what makes the nfl the game the nfl game is the retention level is to be able to go out and remember what you did monday and tuesday and got to apply it the xfl is kind of taking that ability away but obviously it's, it's putting a lot more guys in, in great positions to be successful so i mean it's been, it's been it's a good thing from a player standpoint it's actually a great thing from a coach's standpoint because you know coaches you 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 dealt with coaches, you know they really want to be in control of everything. Anyway, so I mean you have that element to where a coach can really at any moment say, "Hey, hey get to this, get to this," because they seeing something from the booth or the sideline, and it just adds a different element of, of, to the offense. And really, I mean the defense has got to—they the ones who got to really figure that out because it's it's a different setup. But I mean it's been positive so far. You see a lot, you see a lot of guys benefiting from it.
0: Definitely. And I think just watching, uh, I believe it was the D.C. defenders today, uh, just watching the chemistry between Cardo Jones and Pep Hamilton, I think they got a really good repertoire going on right now. They seem to be in a groove and they look like the best team in the league so far just because of what's happened so far. So uh, really, really interested to see exactly what happens with you tomorrow, man. I'm excited. I've been texting you all day, you know, just trying to figure out what was going on, where you going to play. Or you're not gonna play. It was really unfortunate not to see you out there, especially with you guys losing last week. So I think this week is gonna make a big difference, of course, with you out there. So I want to get your expectations though. Like, what's something that you're looking forward to in today's game?
1: Honestly, bro, I'm looking forward to us executing, bro. Like, like the the one thing I've without this process that I've learned is there's a numerous of things you can do in football, but you got to be able to do it to where all 11 is on the same page. And I think that's where it hurt us as a team as a whole last week, We just wasn't on the same page enough. Houston was, and it it, it ran its course. And I mean, that's the beauty of pro football. So honestly, I'm looking forward to us executing and being the team that we capable of. And I don't even care if if I throw 10 passes and, and we run the ball and win the game, I don't care. If I gotta throw it and we to win the game, I'm not tripping. I just want us to be able to, as if our coach call a play, we execute that the way that we're supposed to. Because I feel like if we do that, then that's gonna be enough, bro, for us to really be the team that we're supposed to be. And like, that's just how I'm really looking at it. Not trying to overdo it or nothing. Just really, you know, go out there, trust our game plan, trust trust my teammates, hope they trust me, which they, which we all, I feel like we all are. And just go out there, execute, and don't blink. Don't blink, no matter what, no matter if we up, if we up, or if we down, don't blink until it's over. Like that's the beauty of pro sports is the ability to show focus and the ability to lock in. And who gonna keep that, you know, pedal to the uh, pedal to the floor the whole game? And I think that's what we're trying to establish ourselves as as the Wildcat team. So I think if we do that, we'll be solid for real.
0: That's good stuff, man. Like I said, man, I can't wait to see you play tomorrow. You know, I'm gonna be glued to the TV. You know, I'm going to be tweeting about you, probably send you a couple of texts here and there, even though I know you're not going to see it after the game. But really looking forward to it, man. I'm excited to see you play. And I think the best thing or the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is probably really the recap after the game, especially if you have some positive plays. And of course, we're going to talk about some of the negatives that came with it as well. But uh, something else I wanted to get your opinion on and, you know, you watch these games from around the league, but what's something you're taking from it the most? I did want to ask you about that.
1: Uh, the biggest thing I'm taking from it the most is uh, it's really the situational football, man. Like mm-hmm. It's kind of like preseason a little bit right now because it's so unknown. You don't really know what to expect. You know, now really at the one game, now we got some film on some teams. We got a training camp, but you don't really know what teams was doing legitimately versus or not. So, really, I, I think like – I think just really the – the situational football the teams that are aware what are the teams doing the double passes the trick plays how are people scoring and like you can see man every team is different you got teams to winning off turnovers you got teams who winning off offense or defense you got teams who and running the ball you got teams who just dysfunctional like you got a little bit of everything going on around the league and I think that's the beauty of this league because everybody had to put their team together within a month and a half too much you get what I'm saying and a lot of people take that for granted in the game of football, how in unison you have to be, how in unison everybody has to be because it's, it's that important. So like for me, it's really just trying to be on the details. Like, I've noticed the teams that are winning, they're really detail oriented. They're out here executing and they, everybody is out there doing their part. And especially the little things. Like, I mean, they're promoting the big things the touchdowns, the big plays, but I see a lot of teams doing a lot of little things. That's allowing them to be in position to win the football game. So, Just me as a whole. That's kind of what I've taken from it, because like you didn't know what that was gonna be. It's a lot. So many different types of players in this league. You don't really know, and that's also a reflection of coaching, as well as execution. So that part has been cool to see, to see the different personalities of each team that has came together within a month and a half, two months.
0: And that's that's something that we talked about on our show like a couple months ago was that. You were really surprised with how much money they were really pumping into this thing, you know, from the facilities to, you know, the practice areas to the uniforms to everything, how they're taking care of you guys. And the one thing that really has surprised me the most is just the product on TV. Everything looks so professional; right. it, it just looked like a ragtag league like we have seen right. in years past. And yeah. they're really running it like a professional league, so I think that's something that's helping out a lot. And I think they're going to get some really good talent. And with this, with this being their first year, I think they're going to get some star players not necessarily from the nfl but they're going to get some bigger names to play in this league and i think they're only scratching the surface of what this league actually can turn into
1: oh uh, yeah us playing right now we we just we just we just the buildings we just the builders we're helping the building process but i think a lot of the a lot of younger people in the united states who play football have football ambitions are the ones who are gonna really reap the benefits of this league like i've already joked around with a couple of my teammates i'm like man if i'm a college freshman College sophomore, and I didn't already did my thing to the point where I didn't max college. I won a national championship, but won some major awards. The XFL might look kind of enticing for four months. Right. Get you a little, get you a little money in your pocket, playing against pro schemes, pro players, and college players combined. It's like a new, a new level of professionals. It's like it's not amateurism, but it's not the ultimate pro, of the NFL. But it's it's like an in between because you got some cats who should still be in college. You got some cats who play in the league for multiple years. So. I think it's only it has a lot of upside. And now that the eyes of the world have kind of gave it its thumbs up, I mean the league in a good position. As long as they keep doing right by the players and by the situation, I think they'll be all right.
0: Definitely. So hold that thought. We're gonna take a quick break and I wanna tell our listeners about our sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. March Madness, the Masters, and the Major League opening day are right around the corner. BetOnline has you covered for all your latest news, scores, and odds. It's talked about the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. The best part, when you sign up, you receive 50% welcome bonus. The Wilder and Fury matchup goes down this Saturday night. We can't think of a better way to wager on the fight than doing it with actual free money. Head over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to revive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We signed up. It's super easy, and you're already into betting is a fantastic way to support this podcast. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE. That's B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E. All one word when you sign up at BetOnline.ag. online your online sports book experts. All right. So I want to circle back to what we talked about before we had that ad there and just talking about some of these college freshmen and sophomores that might necessarily have already maxed out what they can do in college. But they they're really wasting their time with their junior year just because, you know, you have to be three years removed from high school in order to be able to declare for the NFL draft. And I talk about this on Twitter a little bit. And I know you're not very active on social media, even though you did sign up for your Twitter account. I know you're you're, you're on there every now and then, but not like how I am and some others. But so there's a guy that plays for the Battle Hawks. I believe that's the name of the team. Uh, his name is Kenny Robinson. He's a safety. So what happened with him, just to give you a little bit of background on him, he was at West Virginia and he balled out his freshman and sophomore year. Well, he was academically ineligible his junior year. So instead of transferring, going through the transport portal, he said, man, screw that. I'm gonna go to the XFL, make this money, and I'm still going to be eligible for the draft in April. And right. he's already balling out right now. He's had a standout first game. And I believe they have another game today. So uh, he, he really is a trendsetter in a sense. Right. And it's really interesting that you said that just because I think he's the guy that definitely can pave the way for these freshmen and sophomores that may have balled out. Or they're just tired of playing in the NCAA, and maybe they want to be compensated a little bit before getting to the actual NFL. So, uh, just get your overall thoughts on that. Do you think this is something that could happen, or do you just think, think it's just a silly here. idea?
1: No, nah, I don't think it's a silly idea, bro. I mean, let's look at an example of the Clemson quarterback. Now, after the national championship because they lost, I heard so many people like over critiquing that kid. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that kid is a baller, bro. You just can't yeah. you can't you can't deny that. He had a bad game. But for me, being a professional, I just think he wasn't used to seeing like like one thing, like when you be when you become a pro, you realize the difference between like a professional completion and college completion is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like understanding that the, that much separation of space, you need to really complete a ball and when you hold yourself accountable about your accuracy. So I think a lot of college quarterbacks, like when you see a guy may struggle in a bowl game, like they probably just used to seeing people wide open all the time. You get know what I'm saying? Cause you get that in college. But then when you get that real, you play against a real defense that the SEC really generally gets more prepared for than any other conference. Like, like that quarterback is used to making those those tight throws, understanding that timing. And so when you get to, like, like for me, that's what I saw in that national championship. I just was like Joe Barrow was used to completing the passes versus tighter windows. And I'm like, I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence not get used to it, but to me. I mean that you can see that he was playing versus a- ACC a lot more, and Joe Burrow was going against the SEC. And I mean, Trevor Lawrence did the exact opposite versus Alabama the year before. But I just think when you if you playing against that level of competition weekly, you as a competitor you naturally raise your level of game. But when you're not, like you just you know you're gonna go off what you're experiencing. And if you're used to throwing it to guys on same routes with three yards of separation that's not really pro football you know what i'm saying pro mm-hmm. football is a guy got to step on a guy and you got to throw a front pass throw so he can catch and carry you. but like if you're not used to doing that consistently over and over then it can hinder your growth and then all they all they gonna over start doing is start over fatiguing you on the college level because they expect you to just go above and beyond but in the xfl i mean you did get, you getting you getting that you get, right you getting that for four months and it's before the draft so the timing of it kind of makes sense And I just think, if you're talking about player development, I just think it just makes sense. Like, I mean, not every guy is going to take that opportunity because it also puts him in liability of getting hurt, maybe exposing that they're really not that good when they're hot. And there's so many different variables. But for me, like, I'm a guy that's a competitor, always trying to find different ways to get better. And I know it's like, when I train in the offseason, throwing routes on there and all that, it's not the same versus when I get back. It's just not the same. Like, even when I try to have my little high school cats just run one-on-one just to get to throwing somebody open, it's just not the same. Same thing with college cats. It's just not the same. Like, that pro is, is that you're playing against a guy that's cerebral. He understands everything from splits to timing of throws. Some of the defensive players know the offense is better than some of the offensive players. You get know what I'm
0: saying? Definitely.
1: And I don't mean that they can't be beaten, but it's just another level of detail that you have to take your game to. But... The only, I feel like the way you get to that point is by doing it. Repetition is the key. But if you're only get repetition against easy, easy looks, that's not going to necessarily make you better. And I'm not saying college is easy looks. It's just not pros. From the hashes to the design of the defenses, everything, personnel, it's just not the same. Whether we want to compare it or not, it's just not the same. It's just a step below. So I, I think it's a great opportunity that they, a lot of players might start evaluating. And, I mean, it's going to be about what's best for them, ultimately. But when you got that opportunity to position yourself to get better, to get prepared for what you really want to do, I mean, I think a lot of people would take that.
0: It definitely makes sense, man. And it's it's going to be interesting to see where this XFL thing goes just because I think it has a lot of potential. And we've always talked about outside the NCAA that. The NFL really needs a minor league or feeder system for these younger guys really to develop in, but also be compensated at the same time. And I think XFL definitely can be a model for that. And I think they're off to a really, really good start, man. So. Um, I think it, this league has a lot of potential, and I think you're a guy that definitely can be a face of that. And But it all starts tomorrow, man. Like I said, I'm really excited to see you play tomorrow. I can't wait for you to cut it loose. I know you've been itching to get back out there and just see some game reps, just because we know as former quarterbacks, practices and games are just different, man. And just seeing that opposite-color jersey, just you get tired of going against your same teammates over and over again. And going against right. different live bodies It's just a different experience. I know it's gonna be a bit of an adjustment for you, just because it, the games are always a bit different with the new rules, and then you have a new voice in your in your radio helmet and things of that nature. So I know I know you're gonna get in the groove eventually. I got a good feeling about tomorrow, and I'm really excited to see you cut it loose.
1: No, it's gonna be fun, man. Me and Landry get to go at it, so it's two pro yeah. quarterbacks that's been in the league. So you know you'll have that that, that good element of uh, you know, good. I think it's gonna be good quality quarterback play, and I'm just excited, bro. Like. I'm really no. I'm really not setting no expectations for the situation. I just want us to win, bro. Right. Like I think everything else will take care of itself. Like it's crazy because as I've been preparing myself mentally for the situation, it's so different now that you know you're the starter of the team. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we you have backed up. Like it's so many different things going to your mind. How you want to play well, so you try to get your next opportunity. Like all these different things that you gotta, you know, try to suppress. But like for me this week, it's just really been, let or are we detailed? How is our execution looking? Are we on the little things like stuff that, bro? When I like for the Redskins last year, I didn't even, I couldn't even like calm myself down to try to really focus on because it was so many different things going into it. Right. But the best thing I could just focus on playing for the Redskins was going out and making sure we in position to win the football game, and then I do my part to try to help us win. So like this week, bro, it's been a calm, bro. This just really a calm about the situation, trying to lead. And like I said earlier, bro, if I throw the ball five times and we run that thing 40 for 300 yards, I'm good. I I really just want us to win because at the end of the day, it's going to all take care of itself and the bigger picture of things to what we're trying to get done. But it don't matter if we don't take care of business. The first play to the last play tomorrow, I swear to God, I hate to sound like a coach, but it's so true. <laughs>
0: I got you. And, you know, I was texting with some guys back and forth about like why Cardell looks so comfortable. And it's just because he hasn't been the guy since he was at Ohio State. And now knowing that he's the guy, it's funny that you said that just because I said the exact same thing. It's just a different feeling knowing that you have that. I don't want to say comfort of job security, but just knowing that, like, you're not scared to mess up if that does make sense. So I mean,
1: your yo input matter, bro. Yeah, people like, take that for granted, bro. Like, somebody, they was asking me that today. I mean, yesterday in the production meeting about well, what is it like being a starter versus a backup. I'm like, from a money standpoint, financially, everybody, the, the backup quarterback job, we all know it's a great thing. You don't really got to do nothing. But I said, but from a physical standpoint, it's probably one of the hardest positions on the field. Because you get zero reps, and you, gotta, you got this expectation that you have to play above and beyond without when at the end of the day we all know anybody who knows the position understands that repetition is what make you good so they basically tell you to be good without the number one thing that's most important for anybody to get better for me is repetition and then when your input is and then you got to go in without really a lot of input your input is really your the, another guy's input is really what you're going out there to execute and i think that there's just a lot of different variables that are stacked against it that's why when the backups who do play well like i'm cheering for them bro because I know they just basically pulled a needle out of the haystack almost. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of people, because of the media and, and they see the starter doing this over and over, they say, well, why he can't do it? I'm like, boy, till you get behind that line, don't judge us. Don't not judge us because you don't really know, especially when you, don't, you can't anticipate what's going on around you. And anticipation for me grows with repetition because it's trust. Your trust grows. You understand what's going to happen. You can feel it. You can you can you have that repertoire, that that understanding, that communication with that that ex receiver that you know he's gonna if it's a slam route, he know he's gonna run it this way every time versus this look or he's gonna do that versus that look. That just allows you to play freer, cleaner, and faster. And everybody looks better. Your natural self star flowing. So I, I agree with that. What I've seen from him, the quarterbacks that people try to say in the league, Oh, they haven't figured it out. No, oh, you haven't made them comfortable yet. So now that guys are comfortable, let's see what their real talents are. And you see if some guys benefit from that, which I thought would happen.
0: I think you're spot on with that, man. And it's just a different level of trust and a different feeling. Just knowing that your guy that you're the guy, you can go out there and cut it loose. You're not scared to, you know, test these tight window throws. You're not scared to turn the ball over, even though you don't want to turn the ball over. But when you do turn it over, it's not a oh shoot, man. Dang, I'm gonna get pulled as opposed to okay, I learned from my mistake, let's go take it out on the next series. So um with that being said, man,
1: you gotta learn from your mistake right there. Oh yeah, you do right with that camera in
0: your face. Oh, no doubt. No doubt.
1: down. They got the cameraman right in your face. you think I do something wrong, I'm yeah. like, don't cut go with it out here, eh, hey, y'all?
0: <laughs> got to be careful, man. They get you right in the moment.
1: In the moment, bro. I'm like, sheesh. Yeah.
0: But I like, I like, I like that, man. It, it gets, it gives fans what they want to see. But I mean, it can make you look bad from time to time, though. I will say that.
1: I mean, one thing I will tell you. All, the, all of us players that are leaving out of this season, but we're going to have some strong, strong minds, boy. Yeah. If you want to be successful, they gonna, they going to they gonna make you stay focused in this game because they're going to try to pull you out with all these little different distractions. But that's helping the game grow. I mean, the fans are loving it. They engage in it. As a player, you just got to adjust, man. And, I, and for me, it's just being more focused, being more mentally tough, just doing what I got to do and then block it out.
0: Definitely. With that being said, man, that is our show for today. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing you play in the game today. I'm excited, man. I keep saying it over and over just because I'm so happy for you. And if you just think about it, when we did start this show, you're going back and forth in and out the league in the NFL. and You really didn't know what was going to happen next. So you seem overjoyed. You seem really excited about what's going to happen today. So I'm excited to see you cut it loose, man.
1: Yeah, tune in, man. They on ABC. Everybody got that channel. Even if you ain't got cable, you can put the little... Little hanger in the back of your uh, TV, and you'll get ABC. I used to do right. that when we was little. So, I mean, it's a it's been it's a blessing, man, for all of us guys to been seeking these opportunities to really showcase ourselves. So, I'm uh, just looking forward to me and my teammates going out here and take advantage of our opportunity, bro.
0: Definitely. So for Josh, I am Jordan. We are the Josh and Jordan podcast. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Make sure to tune in to the game today at 3 p.m. Eastern time on ABC. Also 12 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure to tune into the game if you're on the West Coast. So, uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the show. We'll have a recap show up eventually. Whenever Josh does get some time, uh, we'll recap the game, um, win or lose. But we know Josh is going to come out with the W. We already know that's going to be a definite. So, um, once again, thank you guys for listening to the show. We will be back uh, in the coming days talking about the talking about the game.